You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a good show for you today. We've got an update on when Zach's women are going to be officially announced by the show. It's coming up this week. I have a clarification on yesterday's Aaron Clancy Beth story that I wanted to just inform you about. We have a couple soft launches in Bachelor Nation that happened over the last few days and possibly some more shade being thrown in the TJ Holmes, Amy Robach story. Would a day would can we go a day or two without something happening with that story? The answer is no. So uh, we will get to that momentarily. I do want to say that in an hour. The Sports Daily will be up, and I spend the first 10 minutes talking about the tragedy that happened last night on Monday Night Football involving DeMar Hamlin, but there is a way you can help. I tweeted it out last night. I put it on my Instagram story last night. It'll still be there if you check it out basically any time before, I don't know, 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, There's a link to a GoFundMe page for a charity that he's involved in, which is giving uh, toys to underage kids. It's fascinating. You've heard me long enough talk about it either in my column or on my podcast. I have always said that kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media, especially Twitter. Uh, It's like Twitter was, social media was like the greatest invention in the world and also the worst invention in the world. But on nights like last night, it really is helpful. Um, The GoFundMe link that DeMar Hamlin started back in 2020 to give toys to kids who couldn't afford toys for Christmas was looking to raise $2,500. Well, once that thing went viral last night, when people started, started retweeting it and passing it around as of this, me recording this right now, it's at $2.5 million. I don't know what the number was to start the night, but I'm guessing pretty much all of that came since last night's injury, which was just horrific. And if you want my thoughts on everything involving that, that'll be on the Sports Daily coming up in about an hour from now. And, uh, yeah, please rate, subscribe, and review to the Sports Daily because it is a completely different feed than Reality Steve. So, obviously, I need uh, you know as many subscriptions as possible and rate and review it. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. So, let's get going. Though in Bachelor World, there's no real easy transition from something like that. So got to move on, got to do what we got to do. And we're going to talk a little bit about Bachelor Nation. And we got our answer. I talked about it yesterday because we are in the new year and Zach's season starts on Monday, January 23rd. We get to a point where it's like, okay, usually the ABC and the powers that be over there release a cast list headshots and bios and answers to silly questions uh, that these women have. And usually it's a couple weeks before the show starts. Well, it was announced yesterday on the bachelor ABC Instagram page that that is coming at 7 PM Eastern time live on TikTok by Jesse Palmer. They've done this in the past. I think they did it on, they've always done it on Twitter where Jesse would go and Chris Harrison before him would go live on Twitter. And usually for about 30 minutes, just, go over the whole cast list, say, oh, here's Jessica, you know, 25 years old from New York, New York. Jessica likes this. And then Jesse will, you know, give some sort of insight. Sometimes it's a teaser of what you can expect maybe from that contestant on the season, but 
it's not like he's going to give away a major spoiler. But with everybody knowing who the final three are of Ariel and Gabby, Gabriella, I don't know what she goes by on the show, Gabby, Gabriella, and um, Katie, I'm sure people are going to pay the most attention to what he says about those three because everybody knows those are the final three. Um, he's not going to give much away, but I know people will read into every single thing that he says and every single body motion that he does when he speaks of all three women, because I guess they have nothing better to do. Um, I don't look too much into it because it really doesn't mean anything. He's not going to give anything away. I say now this happens on Wednesday on TikTok, and from what they've done in the past, it's pretty basic. Just goes down the list. And the fact that they're doing it on TikTok, I, maybe they did last season on TikTok. I can't remember. If it is, this is only the second season they've done TikTok. For a while there, it was on Twitter, where they would do a live Twitter video, and Chris Harrison would come on live, and I think even Jesse did it. And, um, yeah, just announce the cast that way. And then if you go to the site, it'll have the cast with their bios and whatnot. You have all the women's first and last names and their Instagram accounts uh, from September when the cast was initially released as possible contestants. But this will be the first that the show is acknowledging, hey, these are the 30 women on Zach's season this year. And there's going to have some silly answers. One thing I can tell you about these bios that ABC will put out on their website Numerous times in the past, and I'm talking numerous times in the past, when I've spoken to contestants, they have said, I never even wrote that in my bio. They're literally just making stuff up to get a reaction. And yes, before we get into this tomorrow, let me just tell you, I haven't obviously seen the bios, but can we already put an end to, oh my God, I can't believe that's their occupation. Because the show does that for the exact reaction that you're going to give. Like, oh my gosh. Remember when one of them was dog lover? Like, oh my God, how is that a how is that an occupation? Oh my God, that's so ridiculous. It's like, that's not their occupation. It's what the show chose to put as their occupation. So you could say that and talk about the show. So all those occupations are put by the show. Some of them are accurate. Some of them are just embellished because the show wants you to talk about it. So... When I do go over this on Thursday's Daily Roundup and maybe even Thursday's regular podcast, you will not hear me. You, you'll hear me mention what they've written for them as a as a possible occupation. But to sit there and dissect it and make fun of it, it's just like it's so old at this point because they do it every season. And we know they do it every season. I don't know who's going to be, you know. What poor girl is going to have to be the one that's going to get a stupid occupation stuck under their name? But multiple people are going to because that's what they do. The other reason why this season is significant and these women are going to be significant is because these women are going to make up a majority of this year's Bachelor in Paradise cast. It's the way it works. The Bachelor season that airs from January to March is where a majority of the women who, when they go film in June, are going to be from. That's the majority of the season is going to come from these women. So you might want to pay attention to them. Um, you could probably already pick out 10 or 12 that are going to be on it. Once the season plays out, we'll see who does what hell there have been people who have got eliminated night one of this show who end up on paradise, making a name for themselves. So any of these 30 women are a possibility pretty much outside of Ariel, Katie and Gabby, because they're not putting anybody that made the final three. Um, I don't think 
uh, well, maybe for the, have they made that season? I know for the men, when the Bachelorette starts filming, they won't put any of the guys that make at least final three on that season of Paradise. They've only gone as low as Final Four in the past. Yeah, because Tyler was on it this year, and he made Final Four for Rachel. And let's see. who else? Johnny. Eh, Johnny made Final Three for Gabby, and he was on Paradise this year. Maybe because it was different because they had the two Bachelorettes. I don't know, but that's the way it's always done. Just know that this cast of women is going to make up a majority of your Bachelor in Paradise cast. So you might want to get used to them. And these women... Uh, whether you like it or not, are going to be on your TV for a good a portion of the next nine months. So get ready. It's coming 7 p.m. It's live. So 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, 4 Pacific on TikTok. On the, I think it's just the ba- – I don't know what their TikTok account is. It's either at Bachelor or at Bachelor ABC, one of those two. Jesse will go live and we'll do a rundown of the women on Zach's season. So look forward to that on Wednesday, tomorrow. Also, um, one clarification I wanted to make on yesterday's story that I relayed about what happened with Aaron Clancy and Beth running into each other this past Saturday night, Sunday morning in San Diego. I had mentioned that it happened at right outside of Craft and Commerce in San Diego, which was a bar. Actually, it was the apartment on top of the bar where the confrontation between Aaron and Beth happened outside on the street near an Uber. And then Beth was so upset that she left with her boyfriend. And one of Aaron's friends actually apologized to Beth's friend that was with her. So more proof that Aaron was in the wrong on this. Anyway, that's where it happened. It didn't happen actually in the bar. It happened in an apartment next to the bar. Just wanted to make that small clarification in case somebody wants to call me out on uh, misreporting something. The other thing that happened in the last couple of days in Bachelor Nation, we've had a couple soft launches. Um, first, there was soft launches, and then faces were just shown like a day later. I thought, like, what's the protocol right now? If you do a soft launch with a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend, What's the protocol? Is it you do the soft launch and you kind of, you know, you don't show their face or whatever, but you're basically making it known like, hey, look, I'm dating somebody. And then what's usually the wait before you do a hard launch? Uh, I mean, for the for the two that we just recently got, it wasn't more than a day because both Lace and Teddy soft launched. It seemed like on New Year's Eve and then we already know who they're with. Even though they're not Bachelor Nation guys, we've seen their faces now because they both posted them. But Lace has a new boyfriend. I'm assuming that's the boyfriend. And, and same with Teddy. Uh, we don't know who these guys are. I'm sure some people have already uh, gone digging and found out what they tweeted uh, about you know, in 2013. But I haven't looked into that. I don't care because they aren't Bachelor Nation people. So it's um, they both of them seem happy. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know their names. I didn't go looking on their Instagram followers to see if... I can match up this guy's these guys' faces with anybody that Lace and Teddy are following. But Lace and Teddy did a soft launch, I believe, at the end of last week, and then within a couple of days did the hard launch. And we've seen Lace, uh, Lace's new man. We've seen his face, and we've seen Teddy's man's new face. As for the Tyler Cameron, Kristen Cavallari thing, your guess is as good as mine. 
probably seems like a friends with benefits situation. I would guess they're certainly not trying to hide it considering they were all over Caitlin and Jason's Instagram stories on new year's Eve. There was, you know, video footage of them being particularly close. Um, yeah, I think Kristen, when she had him on her video for, what is it, some jeans that she was doing or her clothing line or jewelry line or whatever, when we first saw them together and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, is Kristen dating Tyler Cameron? She came out and just said, look, he's an attractive guy. Of course I want him in one of my launches. Um, and then just kind of left it open to like, oh, you never know or whatever. So I'm sure this is a hookup situation. Um, if they were a couple, um, you know, if and when they become a couple, if they ever do, we'll hear about it. But from what we know right now, this is just – Strictly two good-looking people that are probably having sex. Like that's that's the way I look at it. Um, I they clearly uh, have kept in touch. They clearly know each other. Um, they were clearly being close on New Year's Eve. So yeah, I mean that's what attractive people do. They have sex with each other. So I I can't imagine this would be much different. The other day I had mentioned to you that. Uh, TJ and Amy, obviously they were seen at the Atlanta airport and they went to Miami, but there was a picture of Andrew Shue with his three boys from his previous marriage. And one of the boys posted on Instagram, they were out like on their front porch in, I believe, Wyoming. And it was almost like a cheers to 2023 posted the picture, just Andrew and his three sons. Well, TJ's ex-wife, liked that Instagram picture. So now that's a turned into a, a, is she throwing shade at them? And I'm sure there's part of it because I know that based on what I've read since this story all broke, those two families did hang out with each other. I don't know how much, I don't know how many times, but Andrew and Amy, when they were married and together, definitely hung out with TJ and his wife, I'm blanking on her name right now, but they definitely hung out together and did things together. I believe there was even an interview, an old interview that has resurfaced with either Amy talking about it or TJ talking about it, about how those two families spent time with each other. So yeah, to see TJ's seemingly ex-wife liking the picture that Andrew's son posted, not Andrew, she liked Andrew's son's picture, which I'm guessing she wasn't following him, but saw it out there, saw the coverage that it was getting of Andrew with his three boys and went to it and decided to like it. But hey, I mean, look, when you're privately not doing anything to address what's going on, we know that TJ has filed for divorce from his ex-wife now, but Amy, yet to say a word. GMA, as far as we know, has yet to say a word. We don't know what's going on with anybody right now. We're still waiting. Everything's in limbo right now. So we will see what happens with them. But, yeah, I could say a little bit of shade by liking that picture. TJ's ex-wife. Marilee is her name. Sorry about that. I totally screwed that up. Yeah, Marilee is TJ's wife, ex-wife. And um, she was the one that liked the picture of... Andrew's son posting them in Wyoming on the porch at the ranch or wherever they were and just thought it was funny. It's being reported that she liked the photo, so it's definitely news. 
because of everything that went on last night on Monday Night Football and just me being glued to the TV, just trying to get any updates and recording two podcasts, I did not get around to watching the Lamar Odom special on Fox last night, which was a TMZ special, Sex, Drugs, and Kardashians. And I don't know if I want to get around to watching it now because I read the recap. So thank you again, Us Weekly, for doing a recap and taking direct quotes from what Lamar said in terms of how he met her, his relationship with Kris Jenner, filming Chloe and Lamar, um, his drug use, his sex addiction, all that stuff. I, um, it was, it was interesting. Um, I, I don't look, this is, this was a while ago. This is, it really seems, I mean, I'm glad that Lamar has kicked his sex habit and his drug addiction. And I mean, this guy was on the verge of death. You know, he got caught Remember at the bunny ranch in in Las Vegas, um, and pretty much everyone thought he was going to die and he's made it through and good for him. Cause he's got kids and you just don't want to see this happen to somebody who seemingly had it all just probably 10 years ago. But I don't know if this is the route Lamar needs to be going. I get that his funds are probably low and he probably got paid to do this just like he got paid to do celebrity big brother. But Continuing to talk about your ex from, I mean, I'd have to go scrolling through the story, but when was Lamar, when were Lamar and, and, and Chloe married? Like in 2011? I mean, it was, I want to say this was over a decade ago. So it's like, I wish he would just kind of let things go. I understand that she is single and she's had some really shitty things happen to her, considering that trash baby daddy of hers, Tristan Thompson. Um, it's just, I get it. He's looking out for her, whatever the case may be. But man, I just feel like Lamar needs to stop talking about Chloe. I don't know how this does anybody any good. No, it's not like he's trashing her. I I appreciate that. He has no reason to trash her. She stood by his side while, you know, he was recovering and basically in a coma. So yes, he is saying good things about her and that's positive. That's good to hear. But do we really need to him talking about, you know, his relationship with her and would he be open to a reconciliation? And I don't know. I mean, look, it's, it's not like this is negative. It's not like this is a negative story. And oh my gosh, Lamar came out and he's bashing Chloe, his ex-wife from 10 years ago. No, but I just don't know if we need this, if he needs this. And, um, I know he's looking out for her. I know that he'll always say that, like she was the love of his life and he blew it. So I'm glad that he can admit that. And like I said, I'm glad that he recovered from everything because he was in a really dark place back in, I think 2015 was when that all went down at the bunny ranch. But man, it's 2023. Now he's got to stop talking about Chloe. I think he just needs to, to move on and um, not be in any more reality shows and just, Keep on the straight and narrow because he got in it pretty deep, like really deep. So while he is sober, we know people who have had that deep of an addiction. You're never really out of it. It's a day-to-day thing. You could be sober for 20 years, but all it takes is one slip up and you can relapse. So for Lamar's sake, 
like I said, this isn't a horrible story. He didn't trash anybody, but it's pretty exploitative that he went on a TMZ show just to basically talk about his sex and drug addiction and his marriage to Khloe Kardashian. Like, didn't need to do that, but I'm glad Lamar is doing better. Let's just leave it at that. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you can, go check out the Sports Daily. It'll be up in about an hour from now. Give a lot of thoughts on DeMar Hamlin and what we saw on Monday Night Football last night and the way you can donate to his GoFundMe page for giving uh, gifts to kids who can't afford Christmas gifts. It is The link is on a, one of my tweets from last night and also in my Instagram stories. So go check that out. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts, and we will be back tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. So until then, I'll talk to you later. See you!